Hello and welcome to the next edition of the Oxford Sandy and Black Pig Group podcast. As always, I'm your regular host, Andrew O'Shea. This week, Kim has been speaking to Zoe Owens, um, who you may remember posted in the Facebook group last week about her big di- about her pigs digging up a World War Two bomb. Uh, Zoe tells Kim um, how the events of that day unfolded. Um, before I hand over to Kim, there are a few items I'd like to cover. First up, this Friday, the 30th of October, Francis Payne and the the rest of the Oxford Sandy and Black Pig Group um, trustees are hosting a virtual Halloween get together via a Zoom a Zoom meeting. Uh, this starts at 7 p.m. Uh, with the aim to finish around 9 p.m. Um, it's an evening of fun and getting to know uh, each other in the group. Um, full details are available on our Facebook group under the events. Um, if you wish to go, um, please ensure you click the I'm attending or I'm going button um, so that we can get you the Zoom link for the meeting uh, that evening. Uh, also, Sean Thomas is running a children's Halloween competition. Uh, we're asking the we're asking children to create a pig-related Halloween art, um, where there's a chance to win some great prizes. So, for first place, we're turning their artwork into a puzzle uh, and giving the the winner ten pounds. Uh, for second place, uh, they will also receive their their artwork turned into a puzzle. Uh, and third place is five pounds uh, to enter. All you need to do is put a photo of your child's artwork on the Facebook group with the hashtag OSBPGHalloween. Um, entries close on Monday the 2nd of November uh, around 9pm and we will announce the winners on the group on Tuesday the 3rd of November. Right, let's hand over to Kim. Welcome to the Oxford Sandy Black Pig Group podcast. Um, I'm joined today with Zoe Owen from Brighton. Hello, Zoe. Hello, Kim. Now, thank you very much for joining us, Zoe. Um, Well, what can I say? You definitely astonished us all on the Oxford Sandy Black Pig Group last Thursday. Do tell us all about your um, Oxford Sandy Black Pig Bomb Disposal Unit. Well, funny you should say that, Kim. It was quite an exciting day. Um, I went down, as usual, to feed the piggies, and because our clay soil is still quite dry, most of it's um, in a woodland, um, I was scattering the cell rolls onto, straight onto the floor, uh, which is something we, we do to encourage them to have a little bit of fun during the day, and we scatter them all around the bases of the trees, and that's quite normal. In the winter, when it's muddy, we change that, but at the moment, that's still what we're doing. And... As normal, I went and walked around and they sort of follow me around with the bucket and I'm shaking the bucket and sprinkling the, the sour rolls as we go. And then I saw something that looked, well, it looked like a giant bullet. And it's not unusual that they dig various things up. You'll find a bit of a terracotta pot one day and, a, you know, an old broken bottle another day. And um, I thought, oh, that's a bit odd. So I just picked it up and I thought, oh, it looks like a bomb. Laughing myself as you do just picked it up put it in with the pig food carried on shaking the bucket with the bomb in the bucket and the pigs were still chasing me around and I, I walked into the kitchen and I said to my husband with the bomb in the bucket I think our pigs have just dug up a bomb he said don't be so stupid of course they haven't I said well it's funny it looks like a bit like a giant bullet Now, interestingly, the lady that originally owned the house in the woodland before us was the props manager for Glyndebourne, which is a very famous opera house near here. 
So we have, since we've lived here, found various props. Um, unfortunately, the lady died, so there was quite a lot of things still left in the house and in the outbuildings. So we kind of thought maybe it was a prop from Glyndebourne, but my husband then shook it and heard it rattle and said, no, it feels too heavy to be a prop. So we put it on the kitchen side and we were just laughing and chuckling to ourselves and I put it on my local Facebook page, just ha ha ha. At which point, within about four minutes, I got 10 messages saying, you need to get that out of the house, you need to call 999, you need to call the bomb squad. And at that point, we stopped laughing and chuckling and shaking the bomb and phoned the police, very embarrassed to be phoning the police. And they said, um, could you send a photograph to this incident email number, which we did. And they said, okay, we'll be around there in, as soon as we can get there. I'd say within maybe 10 minutes, the blue lights were on, the police came and they, they had a look at the, the suspect bomb package. And they said, yeah, we're pretty sure that's a bomb. We're gonna phone the bomb squad and get them to come and have a look at it. They did. The bomb squad are based at Folkestone and um, protecting the channel tunnel mainly. So it took them about two hours to get here, at which point we had at any one point anywhere up to three police cars outside our house. And the whole village were texting me saying, is everything okay? Have you been broken into? Um, has anything happened? So then I had to put it on my local Facebook page to say, this is what's happened because I didn't want everyone worrying or thinking that I've murdered my husband. Um, and everyone then made lots of jokes about how they knew my sausages were lovely. Now can we start calling them bangers? So we've now decided to rename our Oxford Sand in Black Sausages bangers. Um, we only generally sell them to the local village, but, um, and then the bomb squad came and they said, yes, it's definitely a live bomb. It's still got a fuse in it. And they basically came and they um, asked permission to bury it on the land. They buried it and then they covered it with sandbags and then they blew it up. <laughs> My word. And how deep was it? Did you, was it fairly deep in the ground? Well, we've had since we've been here a couple of friends who are amateur um, metal detector people and it's never been found by them. So what we think has happened is last year we had a pond dredged, which was a very old pond. It's on maps from about 250 years ago. So the pond was dredged um, and the digger came and obviously it was full of lots of silt and leaves and stuff, which was obviously really nice um, you know, fertile mud, if you like. So we got the digger just to scoop the mud out and then put it around the woodland because we thought it's nice fertile stuff. Yeah. And then relined the pond with a new clay base. So we think what's happened is that the bomb was actually in that pond and that the digger had dug it out last year because prior to that, we've had lots of family going over it a lot of times. And if it, and I think they would have found oh. it had it been there. So luckily the bomb, um, or, or the digger didn't set it off when it was digging out the pond. I don't think, my pigs are good, but I don't think they're that clever to actually have dug up a bomb from a decent distance underground. I mean, the thought that you brought it into your house and put it on your kitchen table. Oh, Kim, you're, I'm feeling such a fool. Just the thought that it, uh, and your husband, was 
carrying Sh it and shaking it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you're relieved, I'm no doubt. <laughs> I am relieved, but I'm also really surprised because I said to the bomb people who were lovely, um, I said, oh gosh, I bet you don't see this every day. And they said, well, we certainly have never had pigs digging up a bomb, no. Um, but they said they do see bombs every single day. Um, and they said, so this was a Thursday that it happened, and that was already the fifth bomb of the week. Um, the day before, they'd had a hand grenade with um, the pin not in it that had been discovered in a hedge. Um, so, yeah, and they said it was the biggest bomb that they'd had that, that week. But essentially, yes, I think it happens a lot more than we would know. So do you think that um, you're going to be considering a career change to a pig bomb disposal unit down in Brighton? No, definitely not, Kim. <laughs> but what I am thinking, and I'm wondering if you're the lady to ask advice on this, is if they can find a bomb, could OSBs find truffles? Absolutely. That's what Absolutely. I'm thinking. Absolutely. Why not? I mean, um, we did a... I mean, not only can they find truffles, but I did... I think it was uh, three, four months ago, I was doing a lot on um, pig history. And one of the posts that I did was about a pig that was taken, oh, I think it was in the 18th century, to go shooting. And he was trained to go shooting with his master and point with his trotter to no. say there, there was a pheasant. Yes? No, they couldn't. Yes, yeah, so that's on the, yes, oh, so there you are. No. <laughs> yes. That's as ridiculous as, as a piggy finding a bomb, Kim. <laughs> so there you go. But look, Zoe, thank you very much for your piggy tales. And we yes. look forward to more, maybe. Well, the thing is now, Kim, of course, every time I go out and feed them, now I'm walking around and I'm just, my head's down. I'm just looking for another one. Because the bomb squad did say that quite often what would happen is either the planes are trying to bomb something and we live um, quite near a major um, arterial road. So they said they're either like setting down bombs in a pattern to bomb up a road, or they said, because we have also got a large amount of farmland, they said what's happening is they're then flying back to Germany and they're dumping all of the bombs at the same time to make the plane lighter. So of course, either way, I'm now looking for bombs every day and it's driving me mad. <laughs> And I'd be too embarrassed, I think, to phone them to say they found another one. No, don't be. It's news. Well, watch, watch this space, Kim. I will. So thank you very much, Zoe. Thank you very much indeed, Kim. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, Zoe. That was a very interesting time for you. Um, and thank you very much for taking the time to share it um, with the group um, and on this podcast. And thanks to Kim for taking the time to uh, interview you as well. Now that's it for this episode. Um, we do have some more episodes lined up. If there's anyone that would like to um, tell us a story or talk to us about their journey with pigs uh, or would like to be interviewed for a podcast, please reach out to me. You can find me on the Facebook group um, or you can email me, andrew at oxfordsandyandblackpiggroup.org. Well, thanks very much for, for listening. Until next time, happy pig keeping.